Folks, if you weren't really sure if the Jets were still in it to win it this season, I think you all know now Winnipeg is cooked. This team got shut out by the San Jose Sharks. And look, they might have outshot San, Ho- San Jose like, I don't know, 45 to 20-something. Who even cares? Winnipeg didn't really get to the most dangerous areas. The Sharks did. The rest is history. We'll dive into this game and the scope of the season on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. Or Locked On, the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey folks, welcome to today's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Thanks for choosing to make Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and YouTube. Doing so is free of charge, but most of all, we just appreciate and love your support. Now, like I said at the top of the episode, uh, I'm going to try not to laugh throughout this episode because I feel like all you can do is laugh. I'm going to dive into like Winnipeg versus San Jose, and let's be real, man. What an absolute crapper of a game. Winnipeg, I don't know. They've they've found like an astonishing number of ways to not win games recently. It's to the point where like I feel bad for so many of the players who are just trying everything out there, but thanks to some just baffling coaching decisions a lack of finishing talent, frustration, and just poor play from some of Winnipeg's stars, Winnipeg again finds itself behind the eight ball. I mean, this is a team that really should be firmly in a playoff spot. They should be in the top three of the Central Division. The Central is not that great, but look at what Winnipeg has done for the past two and a half months. They had one of the best starts uh, in recent memory to a season, and they have managed to just completely annihilate all of the progress. And look, some of what is happening to Winnipeg, it's it's not like this stuff didn't exist during that good run. But the team did a lot of other things differently that I think the Jets simply aren't doing now. Winnipeg was better getting to the slot. I thought that their uh, offensive activation from the blue line was more effective. Winnipeg went for more dangerous counters um, and attacked the slot area. And now the Jets just sort of stand around, pass the puck, look like they don't really know how to get into those areas. And I think the Jets for me, just seem like they are cooked. Uh, That's the best way I could describe it is Winnipeg looks cooked. I haven't really seen um, a team look this checked out in a while. The last time it happened was sort of towards the end of Maurice's tenure and a couple of other points, but it's, it's been a good bit, right? Now, though, the Jets just look like they are toast. In this game against the Sharks, which, make no mistake, it was a must win, Winnipeg just kind of did the usual, and it really wasn't enough. The biggest theme that's been a problem recently is that Winnipeg looks at the slot and can't get to it. You know, the the Jets certainly had lots of chances. If you look at their expected goals, especially at even strength, you're going to see that they kind of, you know, wallop the uh, the Sharks, right? But look at where those chances came from. The Jets are shooting from closer to between the face-off circles or further out. The Sharks were literally right in Hellebuck's face. That is a critical difference when you are trying to create chaos 
get those high danger chances and punch the puck home. Winnipeg just didn't do that. And you know what? That's been a theme for the past several weeks. It's been a continuing problem. It's happening, you know, and it's going to continue to happen through the rest of the year. And so I feel like this game was just an encapsulation of everything that has gone wrong recently. You know, Hellebuck could only do so much to bail this team out. The Jets just, I don't know, they were just sort of there. This was probably one of Shifley's best games in a while, and he still really wasn't much of a factor. Had a couple of decent chances, didn't really punch anything away. Um, Wheeler, I mean, he couldn't receive passes half the time. Dubois, I don't really recall much. Um, Ehlers, I think, was probably, for me, one of the most notable players. I mean, he had several shots on goal, a couple of really dangerous looks, and he played like the least of anyone on the team. So I, I'm just kind of, I don't know, I'm sort of at my wit's end, but I'm also not really surprised. I'm not really losing it. I'm not even angry. I'm just kind of like, yeah, you know, this was always one of the scenarios that I had outlined in my head at the start of the season that things wouldn't take, that Bones really wouldn't be able to fix things, that some of his really bad habits that he got into when he was with Dallas would kind of rear their heads back up. And sure enough, everything has kind of gone for worst case scenario. I guess the worst is that Hellebuck finally looks like a normal human being a little more frequently. Uh, And so, yeah, I mean, what do you say for this team other than uh, it's been nice knowing it, but I think we are all kind of seeing the, 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 the tea leaves, right? We're all reading them. We're all seeing what's coming out of it. This Jets team is not going to make the playoffs. I think they are falling rapidly out of the race. I think even though they are technically still in uh, the second wild card, it's only going to be a matter of time before the Jets are out uh, outside looking in. I mean, this team looks like it just can't score and can't do anything right. I was so upset seeing Morrissey looking as down as he was. He skated, you know, he went, you know, went down to the uh, the rink exit and just looked like he wanted the ground to open up and swallow him. On his freaking birthday, man, this should have been a celebratory game. This should have been a great chance for the Jets to show the fan base what it could be. And instead, it well, actually it did. It showed us what it could be at its worst. And I think this Jets team, it's just done. I mean, I've never seen this team look so cooked. But, I mean, Winnipeg hasn't won very many games of late. The players look like they just want to die, basically. Um, They're just done. I mean, this team is cooked. And so, I mean, I kind of agree with them. I think they are cooked. I think the season is basically done. Winnipeg is only going to have a couple of games left to try and salvage something. But with the Flames and Preds hot on their heels, the odds ain't looking too good. We're going to talk about those odds and what Winnipeg now has to accomplish over the next few weeks if it wants to secure a playoff spot. But before we go any further, I do want to shout out our friends and partners at FanDuel. The March Madness tournament is heating up, and there's no better place to get in on the action than at FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. You can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net. Maybe you even want to cast a bet on how many points LeBron James is going to finish the season with and how far he's going to push his career milestone for scoring at the end of the year. No matter what, though, you can always be sure that you are doing so on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Don't miss your shot at the no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. All 
Hello, Winnipeg fans, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We just finished talking about uh, the depression that is Winnipeg versus San Jose. Game was crap. Uh, the Jets got shut out, and Winnipeg is pretty much on its last legs, man. This team is like done, done. Um, and I, I'm going to be honest, I think the Jets are going to miss the playoffs. I think Winnipeg is very much teetering on that edge. And I think they're gonna they're gonna go over it here pretty soon. We're already done with any sort of talk of the division title. That's done. Not even close to being in the conversation. Minnesota looks like it's on path uh, or on the on a good path to potentially claim the title. Colorado right behind them with a game in hand. The Stars still in the conversation, being tied with the Avs. But for the Jets, yeah, I mean they're just gonna be happy if they even make the postseason. But let's be real, Winnipeg probably done. Right behind them, uh, Calgary just beat the LA Kings and are only two points now behind Winnipeg in the standings. Absolute disaster of a result for the Jets. And then, you know, Nashville is still three points behind with two games in hand. And look, the Preds ain't exactly good, but they just won again as well, which means the Jets are in really dangerous straits. Uh, look, the, the, the Preds and Flames have plenty of issues on their own. But you know what? The Flames have actually scored more than the Jets have this season. For a team that is much maligned as having a mediocre offense, they have scored more than Winnipeg. Now, their goaltending has kind of been a bit of an Achilles heel this year, but if they can just muster enough to stay afloat and kind of keep it together and not lose their crap, you know what? The, the Flames are going to get past the Jets, and quite frankly, they deserve it. Do you think this Jets team really deserves to make the postseason? I'm kind of thinking no. And it's a shame because I think a lot of the players have really put in a lot of time, a lot of effort, and a lot of hard work to get to the team to where it is. But that next stage, that next step that Winnipeg desperately needs to kind of scale the summit and go over the edge, they're not reaching it. Uh, and Winnipeg just, I don't know, they just seem done. This is like a team that I, I, I don't think that they believe they can make the postseason. You saw the, the body language as they exited the ice tonight. They looked like they could not possibly want the season to end faster i mean this team is down in the dumps i don't know what the post-game scrum is like but all i can say is it's it's bad the mood is really bad uh, they've been shut out in three of their last seven games they have only seven wins in their last 20 to 25 or so games i I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, man. All I can say is I look at the, the coaching staff. I look at the roster that this team has been built around. And I, I mean, am I shocked by any of this? No. Um, I, I think this was probably the worst case scenario that I had thought might occur, but I thought it would start earlier than happening now. It feels all the crueler because the jets were in such a good position to really compete for the Central Division title, to be a real playoff threat. And instead, Winnipeg just kind of goes out with a bit of a whimper. And I, I'm, again, I'm not even angry. I'm not even upset. Uh, in fact, I'm just sort of blasé about it because I think that's what the Jets are. You know, that, that consistent mediocrity, the recent poor seasons, the lack of playoff success, the lack of production – all of that as a fan has just put me in a state where I don't really care. This was kind of the first season where I was starting to get back into it, to start feeling that connection again. But 
now we're back to kind of square one. We're back to where the Jets were in previous seasons. It feels like nothing has really changed despite a number of things changing. And on top of that, the Jets can't score goals. And that is the most fun thing to watch in hockey. So if the Jets aren't scoring and Winnipeg continually loses, you know, the fan base is just going to be kind of toast. I'd be real curious to know what season ticket renewals are like after this season ends, because I got to be honest, man, I can't imagine it being too good. No matter the promotions that the Jets are putting out there, no matter the ticket offerings and deals and free beers that they've thrown at fans, Winnipeg fans are just done. I mean, they're they're not feeling it. Uh, the tickets, even with discounts, still aren't you know super cheap. And while they are way more affordable than they were in previous years, times are tough for a lot of folks. And people want to give their time and money to a team that they think is a winner. And this team just hasn't been there. I think this is probably one of the most dispiriting runs in recent memory because it wasn't even like um, we we had no hope from the beginning. That first half of the season under Bones, when this team felt like it was starting to put two and two together, starting to turn things around, that was like legitimately exciting. Um, and I want you to know that because I feel like you know you, you might get the sense that I'm a super big pessimist, but I would say about you know among most of the I guess more realist fans. I was feeling pretty good about this year. I thought Bones might even be in the running for the Jack Adams. And then everything just sort of fell apart when he broke up a couple of lines, started tinkering around with things as players were getting healthier. And now we're at the point where he has no idea how to fix this team. The Jets aren't really giving him any support. And everyone just looks like they want to go home and call it a year. If you're still watching the Jets uh, and you're not getting paid, I mean, I, I admire your fortitude. I sit through some of these games and I just feel so bored. Uh, it's it's really a shame because I'm looking for things to be excited about. I want to be passionate about Jets hockey, but if you're asking me how I feel about it after the season and the recent events, I just don't care anymore. This season's toast. I'm looking forward to next year. Just get whatever is is meant to happen over with over the off season. Make trades if you have to. Fire some people. I don't care. I just can't sit here and, and really pretend to be excited about watching all of this again uh, after we've watched years and years of it. Speaking of the future, in just a little bit, I kind of want to talk about the offseason and some things that are increasingly worrying for me with the horizon and, and certainly what the contract situations are looking like and how I see a lot of this potentially playing out, plus some you know, players who might kind of want out of all of this. We'll dive into that coming up in just a little bit. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just wrapping up really quickly with some thoughts on, you know, the the summer that's to come for the Jets. I don't care if they make the playoffs. I think this offseason is going to be a bit of a bloodbath. Um, this team has come, you know, a long way in some areas from where it was last year, but in other areas, it looks exactly the same. And, you know, like I said on the one episode, the more things change, the more they stay the same. And Winnipeg's identity as a team that's mediocre, that simply cannot get over the hump, that really hasn't changed. Ever since 2017-2018, Winnipeg has just kind of steadily gone downhill. And we're, we're kind of back to where we were last season when Maurice kind of hung it up and said he was done. Um, and, and so for me, I look at the summer and I think to myself, is this the year that we finally see 
you know, the front office really become restructured. Chipman at the end of the day is going to have final approval and maybe he likes the way this team is. I can't imagine anyone in the right mind who watches this jet squad and thinks that this is good. Attendance is going down. Ticket sales are going down. Fan support and, and buzz continues to decline. The most exciting things this year have been jokes about table saws with Pierre-Luc Dubois, uh, the new Jets social media group doing a really good job, and you know some, some fun debuts for a couple of players. But otherwise, man, I mean, this team really hasn't given fans anything to latch on to over the past few months. Uh, you know, the, the whiteout, even if it happens this year, it's going to be like three or four games and then done. Done. The Jets are done. The season's probably done. Even if they make the playoffs, what hope do they even have? They're going to face what? The Kings, the Knights, some team like that. <laughs> You're telling me that Winnipeg has a shot against these teams, man. Only if Hellebuck is on his like absolute best behavior, man. And that is unfair to ask of a guy who has carried this team to the playoffs time and time again. The reality is the bell tolls and the Jets are looking at a lot of changes coming up. One player that I'm kind of worried about is Nikolai Ehlers. He's been one of our most talented creators, one of the guy who's had the highest scoring rate on this team relative to ice time. And he's one of the last players in time on ice in the game against the Sharks. That is a must win for the Jets to save their season. A must win. One of your top scorers. One of the only players who scored in the past two weeks. And he plays as much as like Sakumanalainen. You talk about unacceptable. You talk about impossible. That is that. Just baffling. All I can say is just, just baffling. Um, and so I just have to laugh at it. I mean, this has been a complete disaster. I I, I just, I, I don't even know where to start. Shifley looks like he just wants to be gone and have the season over. Connor looks beyond frustrated that he can't find a way to just put the puck in the back of the net. Dubois is already dreaming of Montreal. Wheeler literally can't keep up. Nino Niederreiter is doing his best, but he hasn't exactly been a difference maker recently. I guess like the players who I'm most impressed with recently are Nemestikov and like Baron. Um, and, you know, as much as I enjoy watching them, are we expecting either of these guys to save the team? No, we're not. We know what they, what they are. We know where they slide into the lineup. And it's unfair to ask of them to try and carry the weight for the star players who are being paid the most. So all I can say is this offseason could have the uh, potential to really reshape Winnipeg's direction going forward. And if we're being honest, I think if we're reading the signs and what the Jets are kind of hinting at, they're going to be cutting salary and cutting players that they no longer feel are necessary. And that means Winnipeg's going to be going for futures. I think Winnipeg is about to enter a tool, a retooling or a rebuild, something along those lines. I think they're done with uh, the current core. I think there are, are about to be a number of bridges burned. I think the front office is done with Shifley. I think Wheeler is probably going to step away from the game. And guys like Dubois, if they don't want to be here, let them go. Just trade them. I don't you know, think we need to see players who don't really want to commit here. If Hellebuck wants to leave, let him. I mean, the guy has been everything for this team, and the Jets cannot and and seemingly will not build a winner around him anytime soon. So if you're not going to do that, don't waste his time and don't waste ours. I'm sorry for ranting, but I think this is just kind of like, 
years of of me being tired of watching the Jets continually spin their wheels and do this stuff, you know, coming out a little bit. And like I said, I'm not really angry, angry or or super upset. It's just kind of a bit of a feeling of I don't care anymore. <laughs> Let me know how you feel about this team, what you think of the Sharks loss, and if you think the Jets are even capable of making the playoffs in the YouTube comments below or at my social medias at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. For tonight's episode, though, that is going to be all the time that we have. Thank you so much for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. Be sure to make your second listen Locked On Game to Game. Every moment, every top performance, every result, Locked On Game to Game follows every game from across the NHL with local analysis that only we can give you. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NHL, available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and YouTube. As always, really love and appreciate your support. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great night, and go Jets go.